Oren B. Andy G. God, how you going, mate? It's been a while. It's been a month, eh? Um, yeah, it's been a month. I've had COVID since uh, we last caught up. Oh, no. Or the whole the whole household has anyway. <laughs> yeah. We all went through it. Um, I know your wife got it, though, did you? I missed it and the kids missed it. Yeah, the wow. missus got it and um, she got it pretty bad, actually. She was, yeah. she was bedridden for a week, basically. So. Yeah, what are the chances, though, of you not getting it? Because um, I, I almost skipped it as well. I was the last one in my household to miss it. Yeah, when she was starting to, like, have a bit of an itchy throat, starting to feel sick. I just, from then on, I just avoided her completely. So, <laughs> what, sleeping, sleeping in a different, in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. Oh, well, I hope she's feeling a lot better now. Yeah, yeah, no, she's good now. She's back at work and still probably pretty bit knackered from it, eh? Yeah. Just like that whole long COVID thing, I think, maybe. I don't know yeah, whether that's, that's it. or whatever it is. Yeah, do feel a bit fatigued after a while. And I still sort of have a little bit of that, and my wife's getting it too. She's still got sort of a, a throaty little thing going on, and yeah, so it's 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 slowly making its way out of the house. But um, yeah, we're over it now, I reckon, mostly. Did um, the kids get it? Yeah, the kids got it. It Everyone was it. it was basically my oldest daughter Ashlyn, and about four day or three days later, it was my two year old, and then my eight year old got it. And then Dana got it, then I got it. <laughs> so, yeah, Ashlyn, my Domino oldest. Effect. It was, yeah. Ashlyn, my oldest, was almost over it by the time I got it. Because the crazy part is, is I did a, uh, an RAT, rapid antigen test, yeah. and I did one every day before work because working on the farm, I'm, I'm classed as a critical worker because it's food. And so I had to do a test every morning before I left for work. So on the Thursday morning, I was negative, and on the Thursday evening, because I started to feel snotty, and yeah. I tested again, and sure enough, I was positive. So, um, and I've got to say as well, I mean, we didn't have it terribly. We probably had it bad for a couple of days at the start, and then it was just sort of waning off, and it felt like a normal cold. But to be fair, with yeah. the busy the busyness in our lives, it was really nice to have a week off and actually do, <laughs> and actually do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, when Mrs. got it, I had to quarantine yeah. to stay home for a week. So yeah. it was actually good because I didn't get it and I didn't want to be in the house. So I ended up getting heaps of stuff done <laughs> around oh, the yeah. house. Yeah, but yeah, it would be up- quite annoying for you, though, mate, because you're self employed. Yeah, yeah, that's the downfall. Like it's a week of lost income, basically. So mm. yeah, it's not good, but you got to just weigh it up. You know, you think, well, money's not everything at the end of the day. Family is. Yeah. Yeah, families, everything, but you need, you know, you do need money to survive and, you know, things can be tough, but I think there's a lot of, I always just look at it as people in the world that have got it tougher than I do, so. Mm, for sure. Just talking about the farm, actually, and how I had a good week off from it, what that text you sent me just before we caught up this evening, what did you, <laughs> what did you say on that? Repeat it, please. Oh, I'll have to have a look. <laughs> I it was just, I was thinking about texting you and I just had to come up with something funny, so I sent you. Are you ready to do the podcast, mate? Or was I say? Oh, no, was it uh, ready when you are, old McDonald? Old McDonald who managed a farm. He, I, he, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where the beetroot here and the carrot there, here a radish, here a potato, <laughs> everywhere a parsnip. <laughs> I just thought of it when I was texting you. I was like, I was like, oh, I could call him old McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah, no, that's, oh, that's uh, quite funny. That nickname so can. You uh, so when you had. You weren't allowed on the farm just in case you sneezed on the tomatoes or something and like a a mass spreader event. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, see, I I also work in an industry where there's a lot of people that like to live alternative lifestyles as well and they're not vaccinated, some of them. So I think it's fair enough to stay away from them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, But, yeah, you know, got to follow the rules. But still, when I saw that that text from you, I thought, that (laughs) you're a dickhead. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help myself. You know us. All right, mate. Well, let's get into the podcast. This is episode 21. Here we go. Two, three, four, five. Down the tools. Up the mic. A truly guy. A radio guy. Two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails, and one nails hits. We'll review good beers, and just shoot the sh- 
We're R&B and Andy G And this is Tradio, Tradio Episode 21 It's been a month since we last caught up because the previous episode uh, was a best of. But figures, we are now celebrating our 21st. Yeah, and I'm having a beer, mate, look. You are having a beer. A nice little pale ale. Oh, very nice, yeah. Yeah, um, B&I-B. I I do have a beer in the fridge, actually. I didn't didn't think to bring it. I was going to, uh, we were going to do the podcast a couple of days earlier for anyone who's listening, but... Few things clashed and we couldn't get it done, but it could have been a dangerous night actually if we had a. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> for the for the night we record our podcast on a Monday night and it gives me a week to edit it, and I just thought, well, maybe we should start catching up. It doesn't have to be every Saturday, but maybe we start catching up every you know on a Saturday every now and again just so we can have a couple of quiets because I get up at shit o'clock for work, mate, and I'm not in the mood for yeah. being in the, being hungover on a Tuesday yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Just getting out of bed is bad enough. Oh, I know. <laughs> and this is, I'm so sore lately, eh? Like, I hurt my back about um, two months ago, and I'm still having some repercussions from that. And everything is just sore. Yeah. You know, it's probably it's something to do with work, age. It's all the physical work. Yeah, it probably would be, but I thought I'd be used to it by now. But that's it, I've taken <laughs> on I've taken on a boot camp as well on a Thursday, so that's that's interesting. Um, um, uh, yeah, a little bit more physical and, and football as well. I started playing football, so definitely uh, getting more physical and certainly starting yeah, to feel getting it. Your, uh, getting your fitness levels up, mate, and you'll, uh, if you wanted to try out, you'll probably uh, make it into being a professional fireman now. I hear that the professional fire service is having quite a lot of issues with being understaffed at the moment. Yeah, there's lots and going got on. guys like you that want to do it and you can't get in. Yeah, I know, but that's that's also down to me as well. Though I need to get the fitness up because I I just missed out on the last intake because I I just missed out on a specific level of fitness that I needed. And when I say just missed out, you could literally reach it and touch it, you know. And it's <laughs> it's really unfortunate. But I'm going to try again. Um, yep. One of my fellow volunteers and where I am is as a career firefighter and he came and saw us at training night last week and actually explained the whole thing to us you know why they're yeah. why they're doing the the strike and it's really i support them in it because they don't get paid enough for what they do yeah and some of their equipment is defective and not up to par either for what they need it for i mean thank you pay mate i know and people who work in fast food i'm not knocking them at all, but firefighters get paid a lot less than those who work in the fast food industry. Um, so, That's crazy, eh? Yeah, That's it is. It don't take that the wrong way. I'm not knocking the fast food industry at all, but it's just a comparison compared to the type of work that it is. But it's it was very well explained, and I fully support them. And the thing is, is when they do strike, they walk off the job for one hour. And what happens is, is that they don't respond for that whole hour. So what can happen is, is that the nearest volunteer brigade, which for us near Christchurch, could, could be us because we're really close to Christchurch City, we could yep. be called into the city during that hour because we're the next closest available brigade. Does that not usually happen? You don't do city call-outs? We, we sometimes get called to things with the career firefighters, but generally it's so far away for us that when we're on our way, they get there themselves and realize they don't need us. Okay. That's probably the closest. In fact, our brigade and several other surrounding ones did go into the city during the Christchurch earthquakes. Yep. So there was a lot of work done there, but that's probably the closest we've been to a city call out since. But anyway, yeah, so I fully support what they're doing. I don't want to go into it too much because I don't want to step out of line and say something I shouldn't. But it certainly is a, a good thing they're doing, and I hope they get the desired result from it. And, yeah, and yes, I, as, a, as someone who's looking at it from the outside, you're on the inside working with those guys, and I'm looking at it the out from the outside. And you know, even watching those t- those shows, ambulance shows on TV, and and seeing the work that's done by firefighters, and seeing the effort that goes in the training, mm. they, they deserve every penny they get. You know, like yep. to, to be dealing with people that are badly injured in cars, having to cut them out, there's, you can't put a price on that. Well, that's yeah. it. And there's, there, I mean, one of the examples that was given to me by my colleague who's a career firefighter, he said that there's one particular firefighter who's making $100,000 a year, but yeah. that's because he's doing over 100 hours a yeah. week. You know, he's pulling some yeah. incredible shifts and it's just not good. I mean, I would rather 
work less and have more time to relax and recover. Yeah, it's, not, it's not good for your state of mind, especially no. working in that industry and doing long hours like that. It, it can't when, be good for you. When do you sleep? I mean, how can you yeah. be of sound mind to make life-changing decisions? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not the firefighters' cool. fault. It's the fact that they're not paid enough and they um, – and they want to be, and that's fair enough too. So I feel, you know, support what they're doing and hope they get yeah. what they want out of it. But anyway. My favourite part of the job would be to sound the siren. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could stand up on the top of a big pole and go, <laughs> I reckon we've, my wife and I at least, have reached peak adult. And I say this because <laughs> peak adult. we needed a new frying pan recently, right? Yeah, And my wife was like, oh, let's go frying pan shopping. And just to take oh the piss, I was like, God. yeah, let's go frying pan shopping. Yay. And she got a little bit shitty at me. So anyway, <laughs> on the weekend just gone, we went to Briscoe's and we spent about an hour looking for the perfect frying pan. <laughs> oh, I, no. I was like, I just like, that is brought a cast We didn't. We bought a wok. Really? Yeah. We thought we'd give it a try. It was like 60% off. Briscoes were having a sale. What a surprise. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just thought fry pan shopping. Here we are in the middle of Briscoes looking for a new fry pan, which my wife was pretty excited about. And that is peak adult. Yeah, peak adult. <laughs> and the good thing is you went during a sale because you've got to be a special kind of person to shop at Briscoes and they don't have a sale on. Exactly. <laughs> so see me, mate, we pulled up outside Briscoe's. We got a car park right at the main door. I hopped out of the car and I skipped inside. <laughs> Here's the frying pans. Come here, quick, quick, quick. Mm, do you smell that? 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like uh, a sale. <laughs> I said there, I was, I was sitting on the couch the other night and we just finished here. We cleaned up. I just, like, literally, my ass hit the seat and within 10 seconds of it hitting the seat, one of the kids said something. We had to get up and go and do something. And I just looked at my missus and I said, I don't want to be an adult anymore. I'm <laughs> <laughs> over it. Like yeah. I'm done. You know, you just get to a point where you're like, ah, oh, it never ends. <laughs> yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah. In fact, you know, I was talking at the start of the podcast where I just saw all the time now. And just noticed as of late too, I keep injuring myself and was talking uh, about football and uh, I don't I don't remember if I told you or not, but I got a, a text message from my coach a couple of weeks back. And the text message was the morning of one of my football games. And he said, Andy, do you mind filling in in goal for the 50 plus team today? And, <laughs> yeah. and I thought, okay, sweet. Uh, turned up at this game, great bunch of dudes, um, very tight unit. We won the game 2-1. Um, I was in goal and let one goal in with about 10 minutes to go in the second half. So I almost kept a clean sheet the whole game and made some really good yeah. saves, if I say so myself. But you oh, know, the me doing it. Yeah, well, hang on. <laughs> the, the, the worst part is, is that I actually hurt myself when we were warming up before the game. So I had to play the entire game in goal with uh, what I felt was a fractured finger. <laughs> it's still giving me shit today. Yeah. Honestly, I got home. It was, it was my ring finger. Uh, on my left hand and I got home and I literally had to get my, I almost went straight to the fire station to cut it off because oh, we've got shit. a, got a special tool there to get rings off fingers. But after a bit of um, gritting my teeth, I managed to get a bit of washing liquid and just get the ring off my finger before it went too tight. Get a bit of, get a bit of lube on your finger, right? Eh? Yeah, mate. I got the wedding <laughs> ring off. It was just such a nice relief. But my God, did I hurt my finger. And it was basically taking a save from one of the lads who was just taking yeah. a, sh a shot at me. And it was a good save too, but unfortunately paid the price with my finger. And I think I might have hyperextended it backwards. You know how you can... Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. And like I say, I still feel it now. It's just not right. And I just thought, that's just Murphy's law. I, I'm starting hurting. Yeah. I've started to hurt myself a lot. And uh, trust me to do that before the game. It, it does come around though. I don't know if I told you when I was talking to you last, but... I got smoked in the leg when I went out riding. Oh, on the motorbike, yeah. My mate smoked me in the leg, crashed into the side of me. It's still giving me grief, mate. It is so mm. sore right, every day. So I've got an appointment, actually. Now I'm going to see the doctor next week. 
Oh, you are. You're finally going. You're finally going. Yeah, I'm fine. After two months, I'm finally going. I'll probably end up having to have a scan on it, but it's it's yeah, there's something seriously wrong in there. Eh? It doesn't yeah. feel right. I'm pretty yeah. sure we said something like ligament damage or something, eh? Yeah, I think it might be because it a hyperextension doesn't feel stable and it doesn't feel right. So because knees are only meant to bend in one direction. Yeah, they don't go sideways. <laughs> no, they don't go sideways or forwards. Yeah. Uh, yes, I hope it's not as bad as uh as it makes out, mate. I hope yeah, it comes you come through it all right. If I was an All Black, it'd be in fixed, and I'd be back on the field by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see how we go. Anyway, I mean, I, I have been weighing up the football thing, not because I keep hurting myself, but I actually um have used up the last three nights of the week that I have, and I'm feeling yeah. very overcommitted. So I'll give yeah, you an update. Try not to do that. Yeah, I'll give you an update on that in the next podcast and see what decision I make. But anyway, okay. it was good we win, but came away with a uh, what felt like a fractured finger anyway, and I'm still paying for it now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realise your age eh, until you sort of have an injury or something as you get older. It just you get, seem to get injured easier, and it takes a whole lot longer to heal. Yeah, uh, I'll make you laugh. I got up off the toilets last week, and my back went ping, and I was like. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. seriously, man, I'm just standing up from a sitting position and hurting myself. How young are you now? Have you just turned, what are you now, 41? I'm still 40. 40. 40. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm coming to your place in like four weeks, eh? Yeah, man. We haven't celebrated your 40th. No, we haven't. So we're going to when I come down. Oh, okay, that sounds like a plan. It is a plan. Yeah. Because it was also talk as well, because um, there were quite a few of our friends within our ring of friends that had their 40th during COVID. And uh, there was talk of us all at some point buggering off to Rarotonga for a bit of a shinny. I'm keen. Yeah, we should look at that next yeah. year, I reckon. I think Chris and Monica want to go away. Yeah, well, that's that's two of them. Yeah, um, they want to go. So yeah, so no, that'll be that'll be. I'm real hanging good fun. for an overseas holiday, mate. Coming down to you, I'm, I'm even hanging to come down like like it's going to be like going overseas and get to go over the Cook Strait. Yay. <laughs> yeah, you get to fly on a plane. You so, are coming. You are coming to a completely different island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, we're going overseas. You are. We'll you literally are. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, when you're down here, mate, we'll discuss what we'll do next year. Uh, you know, and it gives us time to save up as well because we have talked about it before and we couldn't make the finances work. So. It will be good to do it. I said to I said to the missus the other night. Actually, I said that's one thing that I, you know we've always talked about. We've always wanted to do, and I've always really wanted because we've done a lot of travel overseas with just us or just us and the kids. You know, it'd be cool to go overseas with some friends and go and experience those holidays and have more memories to share. But take all your cool mates and you know. Yeah, but that's yeah. and our youngest our youngest daughter will be a little bit older as well, and she'll be easier to hand off to a babysitter. Yeah, yeah. Whereas at the moment, still quite dependent. Problem nice. is now, once they hit 11 years old, adult air fears. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, sucks, eh? You go, oh, they're not cheap anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, and sometimes you, you wonder why they, they charge adult fares for kids. But anyway, a seat's a seat, I suppose. I was looking at air fares the other day, actually, out of curiosity, because I was saying the year and I was saying, oh, we should try and start planning for an overseas trip, like whether it be a big one or a short one or whatever. So I looked up airfares to like Brisbane. Mm. It was about 16, 1700 bucks return per person. You know, it was quite expensive. Yeah. And then I looked up airfares to Los Angeles and to Florida. Los Angeles was 1600 bucks return and Florida was oh. about 1650 bucks return. So it was oh, cheaper to go. It was a, well, considering the distance, it worked yeah. out to be almost cheaper to go to the States for a decent holiday go to Disneyland and stuff like that than it was to go to Aussie. So, Well, it's a similar type deal, isn't it? If you wanted to yeah. fly from Auckland to Invercargill, it will cost you seven, 800 bucks. Yeah. And you want to fly to Aussie, well, I'm just saying when prices seemed a bit cheaper, it was way cheaper to fly to Perth from Auckland, yeah. you know, on the west, Western Australia. It's just insane. So, yeah, it's just mad. Yeah. I don't know how it works. Yeah, fuel cost probably doesn't come into it. I don't, it mustn't because <laughs> I don't know how it works. Yeah, it depends where you go. works well on your wallet. Mm. Have you noticed, mate, um, that I'm slightly more illuminated this time than last time? You remember how whenever we do the podcast, I'm quite dark? You can't really see me very well. Is it because you're in a bad mood? You're a bit <laughs> dark on the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. 
was because of where I sit in my little wardrobe, which is where I'm doing the podcast from, is that the light's above me and it's doesn't, it's not in front of me. And I thought, well, maybe Oren wants to see my beautiful face. So we've got yourself so, a little lamp. Yeah, I bought this like as a proper, it's a proper oh, lamp. Yeah, it's like one of those yeah. ring. It's one of those ring lights, uh, LEDs. So yeah. So it's 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 illuminating me today, mate. You can see me a little bit better than you used to be able to. <laughs> well, you had more hair today than you did last time. Yeah, I know. Not wearing a hat for a change. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what the difference is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, so yeah, new lights, and uh, now you can see me. <laughs> <laughs> you look well illuminated. You you're glowing. You're oh, glowing, thanks, mate. mate. So my daughter, Elise, has just turned two. We had a big birthday party for her a couple of weeks ago. So you were talking earlier about throwing Ooh, a 40th. Yeah. Oh. Throwing yeah. a 40th for me when you're down. Maybe we should throw a big second for my daughter as well. <laughs> but, yeah, well, we went cool. in the baby's head. So yeah. Well, we have drank out a bottle of port. <laughs> did we do that for my daughter? I think we did, didn't we? I think we did. I think we got hammered, <laughs> probably. That's right. Ah, oh, we were going to get cigars too, eh? Even though we don't smoke, <laughs> but we're going to yeah, get cigars. Gonna... I'll see if they've got near the airport on the way through, eh? Yeah, that'll probably cost you a bomb. Get some of those massive, big Cuban cigars <laughs> rolled on the thighs of Brazilian virgins in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great, mate. Have a look out for that stuff. That'd be quite mint. Yeah, um, sit around and pretend we're Arnold Schwarzenegger for an evening. Yeah. Would you like a beer? <laughs> Got stuck in a rural Canterbury traffic jam last week. Behind some sheep. Yeah, behind some sheep. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a, there was a lot of sheep, and they were going quite a distance. And the farmer who was on the quad bike was a grumpy prick, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, he must have just. I mean, that's quite a stressful thing, isn't it? Moving a massive herd of sheep. There must have been at least three hundred sheep walking down this road. And this old farmer, you know, he's, he, he looks like he's been farming all his life. Probably a, you know, third or fourth generation farmer, but he oh, was angry. Skin like leather. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but shit, he was angry. And I was just crawling behind the sheep and he's on his quad and he gestures. And, you know, he does that really like, come on, you fucking idiot. Come on, get past. And I was like, well, I don't know, man, I'm following sheep and I don't want to run one of them over. <laughs> You know, that's what I was thinking to myself, and I just thought this guy is really aggressive, and I don't see the I don't see the need for it. You know, you you've got three hundred <laughs> sheep on the road that I'm trying to use. Don't be uh, pissed off with me because of your decision. Um, but the funny thing is, is that in front of me there were about five or six sheep in a little group, and then the rest of them were a bit further down the road, and he was between this little group of sheep and the big group of sheep. So I was almost using, because I was driving a truck at the time, I was almost in charge of these six sheep with my truck and I ended up herding them back to the rest of the sheep and this guy had completely <laughs> lost track of them. Get away on the window and go, good up, good, good back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this, this farmer had just completely abandoned these six sheep that were in front of me and suddenly I became the shepherd, <laughs> if you like. But yeah, I gotta love it though. Those uh, good shepherd, those Canterbury uh, traffic jams, man. They're uh, certainly interesting. And the sheep, you know, they're just such dopey things, aren't they? Like, yeah, they're not what's exactly that? fast to react. Trading. I went for a drive the other day. Eh? I had uh, I went for a bit of a visit, visiting engineering companies all over the place and some exporters. Yeah, and uh, left Tauranga. I, I went from here, did a few errands, went around the place, and I stayed the night at friends in Tauranga. And then carried on down into Cowrell. And from Tipuki to Cowrell, I've never seen rain so hard in my life. Oh, true. It was torrential. I was doing 60 k's an hour down the road. The windscreen wipers going as fast as they could possibly go pretty much the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly, I've never seen rain like it. And not going fast enough. The windscreen wipers not going fast enough to actually clear the rain. Yeah, I look like a little old lady behind the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't see. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a. Uh, yeah, it would have been interesting, eh? Especially if you, you know, you're sort of hoping the people behind you or the oncoming traffic are also driving a bit slower too, because the last thing you yeah, want yeah. is to be rear-ended or. F- they weren't though. I got passed on. by a guy on a station wagon and was pissing down, and he's like, uh, you could tell it was a uh, a salesman vehicle because it was all sign written and everything like that. But no. he didn't even back off. Eh? He was like, oh, gone past me. Really? And it was like you think how you couldn't see a freaking thing, you know? Must have been late to a meeting. 
Yeah. <laughs> talking of branding, talking of branding vehicles and stuff like that. So my wife and I bought ourselves a brand new car each back in February this year. Um, my wife's got a, a 2016 Mazda Accela, and I've got a 2015 Subaru Levorg, which I'd never heard of before I bought it. But it's a nice little thing, old 1.5 turbocharged type deal, and yeah. drives drives like drives beautifully, you know, especially when you need to overtake slower drivers. But <laughs> talking of branding your cars and stuff like that, I I, I tried to screw down the car yard salesman to try and get a bit of a discount on the car because it had been on their website, advertised on their website and on their yard for about three or four months. Yeah. And it just got me thinking, you know, these guys weren't really willing to budge on the price too much. I did get a little bit of a discount, but then once the car had been sold to me, I then realized that once they'd put the number plates on it, right, they put the number plate surrounds on it with their business name on it and their phone number and, you know, where the place to buy your cars. And they'd also put a transferable sticker on my back window as well. And I thought, you cheeky sods, you wouldn't give me a discount, but you want me to drive around with your fucking logo on my car? You know, so I'm just wondering, you know, companies who brand your car, I mean, if they're not going to give you a discount, do they deserve to have their free advertising on your vehicle you've hit a nerve here with me <laughs> i went i took my car one time nice car no stickers on it all tidy glass on the windshield and all that was all beautiful and i took it in to get some tires put on on the local tire shops in town here and when i picked the car up after having the tires on the guy had stuck this fucking massive sticker like it was like 12 inches long and a couple inches high of his branded fucking company name across the back window of my car. And then when you looked in the rearview mirror, you could see this freaking thing. Yeah. When I saw it on there, I actually lost my shit, hey? I was like, <laughs> the chair. how fucking dare you do that? You know, like, I didn't say you could put that on my car. Yeah. It's not a fucking drive around broad, billboard. You know, like billboard. Yeah. And I actually got real shitty with the guy, eh? And said, you better next time fucking ask people. Ask the question <laughs> yeah. first. I can see it struck a nerve. Yeah, mate. <laughs> I was I lost my shit, eh? I just because he was and I noticed a lot of vehicles in the town that we live in had that sticker on the back of the, you know, across the back window. And he is doing it to every car that went in there, like as free advertising. It's like yeah. Come on, mate. That's a bit cheeky. I imagine someone coming in with a real nice $100,000 Audi getting some new tires on it. And you go and slap your big horrible sticker across their back window. Yeah. It's, like, it's a bit on the nose. Eh? At least you should ask. You say, do you mind if I chuck a sticker on the back window? Most people would be like, oh, no, go for it. Yeah, that's it. And it seems to be a tire shop thing too because yeah. there was there's one in, <laughs> there was uh, one in Rotorua that my mother got her uh, she, she used to have a Subaru Impreza and she took her cars into this place I can't remember what it was called now but their slogan was Think Pink um, because their logo was just this bright fluorescent pink and they did the similar thing on my mum's it was just a nice grey Subaru nice you know nice dark grey colour and it was just illuminated by this big fucking pink <laughs> high-vis sticker and it's, yeah, it must yeah. be a tire shop thing hey eh? but that's yeah. the thing it's like these guys were not willing to drop me any kind of discount but then you just stick all your advertising all over my car as if it's a, <laughs> if a god-given yeah. right and so then an i get LED, an email led surrounds one day around your um license plate hey, with their logo on it when you're driving down the street it's like flashing and everybody yeah <laughs> and if you and if you try and remove it an alarm goes off that you can't yeah, disarm yeah. unless you take it back to the car yard <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought, but anyway, the sticker has now been removed off the back window of my car. Yeah. Because um, I know it wasn't there beforehand because I always check the car for sticker residue and stuff like that before I buy one because I don't like stickers. And uh, yeah, sure enough, the back windscreen was clean and it didn't have the number plates around on it when I bought it because it wasn't registered yet, didn't have number plates, but then they've gone and stuck all their logos all over it. And I thought, <laughs> all right, so you didn't ask me. Anyway, free advertising. Well, it is, and you can see why they do it. But sorry, guys, I would have been happy to do it if you'd given me the discount I wanted. <laughs> Got a new podcast in the works, mate. Oh man, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm cheating on Tradio. Um, cheating on Tradio, yeah. What is yeah. it? Like? Can't say a lot about it right now until it launches, but I've uh, decided I'm always looking for ways to promote my fire brigade, right? 
and yeah. to get things out there. So this is actually a podcast which I'll be hosting, but alongside various members of my brigade. So it's going to be sort of a localized podcast for our area. But it's just going to be, instead of just doing boring old Facebook posts about various bits and pieces, we're going to turn it into an audible podcast that people can actually tune into and have a listen. It's going to be like a roundtable discussion, and I've got all the equipment set up for it, so it'll be like a proper radio show set up, and I think it'll be a bit of fun, yeah. I'm still sort of working on a name for the podcast. It'll be once a month, so it's not going to be a lot. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be uh, very focused on sort of fire safety and us having a bit of a laugh and talking about some of the call-outs that we've been to and answering a lot of um, frequently asked questions as well because we get a lot of those. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be a real neat thing to have a go at. I mean, it may not last forever, but it's worth a shot. Yeah, give it a and, go, eh? Yeah, and then it's – I haven't announced it to them yet, but my chief has given me permission to do it. So the next training night, I'm going to stand up in front of everyone and say, right, I'm starting a podcast. I need some co-hosts and I'm going to stand there and watch them all hide. (laughs) (laughs) People crap themselves eh, when they come to that sort of thing. Yeah. But no, it should be a bit of fun. So yeah, new project on the horizon and uh, more information to come soon. Yeah, mate. Good on you. Yeah. I just think it'd be good to just sort of focus on firefighting and stuff that, you know, it's going to be stuff that, the general public are interested in, so it's not just going to be something for firefighters to indulge in. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I'd, I'd say it'll get quite a good listener base. Oh, I hope so, yeah. I'm always looking for that sort of next level to promote things, you know. That's sort of the way yeah. I've always been trained to think, especially with radio. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's sort of a – and don't worry, mate, it's not going to it's not gonna affect radio. That's all right, that's all right. It wasn't panicking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've done it. We've done all right to get to twenty-one episodes, though. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Actually, a friend of ours uh, the other day said that they'd been listening to all the podcasts, mm. and they said, "I'm amazed that you two have still got stuff to talk about after all these episodes." And I said, <laughs> "We're only getting started, mate." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A lot of shit happens in two weeks between episodes, so there's always That's plenty right. of stuff. There's always something to talk about. Yeah, I mean, if I see something in my everyday life, and you know, when I'm going about my day to day, and I see something worth talking about, I'll just jot it down on a little notepad on my phone. And after two weeks, I've got a heap of shit to talk about. I actually need to start doing that because I do see some funny shit sometimes, eh? <laughs> Driving yep. around and being, you know, talking to people and seeing things that people do, and you just think. That's really funny, but then you just forget it if you don't write it down. I need a little notebook, no. carry around with me and just write stuff down because yeah, jog your memory. Well, that's but I mean, you got the same cell phone as me, so you should have like an inbuilt um, notepad on your phone. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Amongst all your porn apps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to swipe, swipe all those out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> heard you playing Space Oddity by David Bowie, which is a wee um, project that I'd set you a few months back, or a couple of months back, in fact, um, a few episodes. How are you getting on with it? Good. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's actually not too bad, eh? It's a good song. It is a good song. It's, it's, cool it's one that I was infatuated with, and I've picked it up on guitar myself, not as good as what you'd probably end up with, but piano, I've been playing it on and just love the song so much. I thought it'd be quite cool that when you come down in a couple of weeks, so we'll have a jam and play it and record it and stick it on the Tradio Facebook page. I think that'd be quite neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah so it, it, did you know the song that well before I said it for you? Oh, yeah, I knew of it and I, and I knew the lyrics, mm. but I didn't know the the timing and stuff of it. So it's it's been a little bit of a learning curve, but because it's quite a, it's funny, eh, like, I'll just have a look at the lyrics, but it goes through and um, when it changes, you know, there's a bit of, there's a few little note changes in there. It goes from one sort of pace to another pace. So yep. getting those down was a little bit funny, eh? Because I hadn't really listened to the song that much. I was like, it took me a couple of goes to get it, but I got it. I think it runs at 128 beats a minute. So if you got a metronome going, which you can find on YouTube, you play along to 100. One of those things that goes. Yeah. You can actually get metronomes. <laughs> you can get metronomes on YouTube of all speeds, so it's oh, yeah. really, really handy just to set one up, and it just sits there going, and you can actually just play along to it. It's very good. That's what I use for my music. And in fact, uh, when I had COVID, first couple of days when I was at home doing nothing else, I got the piano out and the guitar and had a bit of a jam, and I put together a version of that. 
And yeah. I, I did email it to you. I don't know if you got it. No, I don't think I did. No. Which email I, did you start? Don't worry. Uh, you don't, think, don't say that online. People, I'll get, I'll get abusive emails from the people. Email address <laughs> that I sent it to was Oren B is a douchebag at gmail.com. <laughs> No, I did send it to your Gmail account, actually. I said, oh, oh I yeah. might not have looked. It probably, it's probably sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, I made a lockdown project. Uh, but, yeah, have a listen, because what I ended up doing is I, I put it to, I put together the piano, a little bit of guitar and that, and just sort of put my rendition of the song together and even sung on it to myself as well. But I didn't like my singing. And the reason why I say that it's best to practice the song to the right tempo with Space Oddity being 128 beats a minute, I managed to isolate David Bowie's lyrics off another video. Oh, yeah. And so I've overlaid David Bowie singing Space Oddity over my music, and it has come out beautifully. <laughs> it, yeah. it was so perfectly timed. Yeah, it was It was fantastic. So um, obviously I can't play it on the podcast, but, you, you know, have a listen when you can, and then when you're down here, we'll record it, and then we'll, our, our, our trade our listeners can uh, go and have a listen as well. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. it's been so long since we had a jam session. Far too long, mate. I think it was my 40th. It's the last time we had a jam together. Was it your 40th? Yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, a good couple, year, two or something ago. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a worry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to fix that, don't we? Yeah. No, that'd be good. Looking forward to it. Do you fancy doing a dad joke off? Yes. Let's do it then. I've got I've got some, a list. I've, I've got, got some a list. Very good jokes this week. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Want me to start? Oh, yeah, if you want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. William Shatner, alias Captain Kirk has discontinued his ladies' underwear line. Because in hindsight, Shatner Panties wasn't a good choice of name in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Shatner Panties. Get them now at your favourite shop. Seen the price of fuel lately? Mm -hmm. Gas prices are so high that even COVID has stopped (laughs) travelling. Not surprised, like some places, diesel is literally 10 cents cheaper than 91. Yep, shocking. That's not a joke. I ate. <laughs> that's not a joke. No, that's not a joke. I ate a kid's meal at McDonald's today. His mother seemed pretty upset. <laughs> when coronavirus struck, they said mask and gloves was enough to go to the supermarket. They lied. Everyone else was wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Masks do make good loincloths, though, I'll add. Some of them look like, like um, I got given one by a tooling company. It's like a little gift, or a little mask, you know, so you can wear it when you go out. I thought you were going to say a loincloth. <laughs> no, it looks like a jock strap. <laughs> Does it? That's not good. It's shocking. Maybe it, maybe it was a jock strap and you just defaulted by putting it straight on your face. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong use. <laughs> oh, your joke, isn't it? No, it's your, oh, no, it's your it? joke. Yeah, I've lost know. track. Okay. Yes, that's right. Where does Phil Collins record his songs? In the <laughs> stu- stu- studio. <laughs> oh. You have to know Phil Collins' music to get that one. Studio. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Oh, I was at the gas station the other day and the bloke next to me at Pump 2 was putting $10 worth of gas in his car. And I thought to myself, where does he think he's going? Pump 3? Do you know why blind people don't skydive? Because it scares the dog. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a skydiving joke for you. Okay. What's what's the difference between a bad golfer and a bad skydiver? Don't know. A bad golfer goes, smack, shit. A bad skydiver goes, shit, smack. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. What's invisible and smells like fish? Penguin fart. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever wondered why the moon has got craters in it? Why? Three words. Chuck Norris, golf. (laughs) 
Oh, there we go. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Actually, you were talking, that, that joke you dropped in there about $10 at the petrol pump. I just remember back in the day when, uh, you know, you could put two bucks in and it would get you enough just to sort of see you through another day or two. And I thought back yeah. then when you put like two bucks of fuel in your car, you did get looked at sideways, you know, like cheapskate. These yeah, days yeah. when you put 10 bucks in your car, people look at you sideways and go, Cheapskate, fucking hell! Because you're lucky to get. Have you ever seen it's got like minimum delivery, two point five liters or something written on the fuel pump? Yeah, yeah. so even ten bucks nowadays probably wouldn't get you enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just over minimum delivery. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, you, you sort of spend your ten, twenty bucks now, and that just doesn't get you anywhere. It's just ridiculous. And one was thing like- I have noticed, one thing I have noticed at gas stations eh, that I've been really paying attention to lately is when people go to fill up with gas. And they, you know, the, the pump goes click and it's finished. They like get it and they rattle the thing and they rattle the shit out of it. And they get that last little drop out. <laughs> I do back that. In the old days, back in the old days, you when you just go, yeah, spill it all over the side of the car. And- <laughs> but <laughs> like, I do, no, I do that too. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. I rattle it and I lift the hose as well and hope that there's yeah. anything left in the hose. I'm come- siphon it out. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had I read this thing a while ago. I can't remember it word for word, but apparently fueling up in the morning, in the early hours of the morning, is the best time to do it. Yeah, uh, it is less dense. You get more fuel. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So I, that's what I tend to do now. I, I guess that's true. And, uh, and through to the point of like a few milliliters of extra fuel. Yeah, <laughs> every little helps though, eh? Yeah, yeah. And Might apparently, one more kilometer. Don't fuel up as well when the fuel truck is actually refilling the tanks. Oh yeah, why is that? Just, uh, just get a whole tank full of fat. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it drives a lot more air through the system. Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. Like I said, I can't remember it word for word. It would have been helpful if I'd remembered that one. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, a few things. Yeah, just fuel up in the morning and don't do it when there's a fuel truck there filling up. There you go. Down <laughs> <laughs> riding this weekend. Going out riding? Yeah. whole bunch of us is about, I think at this stage is about 25 of us going. Oh, going sure. up to Colville, up to White Star Lodge again like we do once, twice a year. So there's 24 other yeah. people that are going to be likely to ride into your knee. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting my knee braces on real tight nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all heading up there on Friday, stay Friday night and Saturday night. It's usually have a little ride Friday afternoon, quiet night Friday, ride all day Saturday, and then everyone gets absolutely obliterated on Saturday night. <laughs> that's the way, mate. Yeah, no, that's good. Eh? Is, that, so is that a specific club or something or just a group of people? Uh, it's just a big local group of riders from this area that we always ride together. It's like part of the Thames Motorcycle Club and a whole bunch of extras that come along all the time and stuff. So mm. should be a good good weekend. I'll yeah, that'll be all right. And have a jam on the Sunday night. So how are you going to carry your guitar with you? Ride like that and strum it. <laughs> strap it on your back and just hope you don't yeah. go any under any un, under any low that. hanging branches. I got a big outdoor fireplace at the huts where we stay. Yeah, like they're like bush huts, but they're like luxury bush huts. It's really cool. So they got a big um, outdoor fireplace area and picnic tables and all that, and there's a deck right next to it. So I'll just get up on the deck while everyone's down in the lower and just jam out. So you, what? can you actually drive up there and drop all your shit off or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, there's a big parking area up at the huts. Oh, okay. One day when you guys come up, um, we'll book it because you can book the whole huts. It's quite cheap. Is it? And we'll, the worst you do, all of us, we'll all go up and stay a night or two up there. Yeah. It's cool, real cool spot, man. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. I'll be well into that. I'll give them a little poke. It's called White Star Lodge. If you ever want to go and stay there, it's in a place called Colville on the Coromandel Peninsula. Excellent place to go. It's hidden away up in a valley in the bush, and it is an amazing little spot. So, yeah, White Star Lodge. You fucked it now, mate. We're never going to get in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There'll be like fucking thousands of people going there. Just remember it's commission. So, um, everyone that goes, <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Well, that's it. Now that you've talked about it, people are going to flock there. Next time we go, price is going to be triple. There's going to be a monorail there. There's going to be a theme park and all sorts of yeah, that. Yeah. I can ruin it. <laughs> I know. Our thousands, millions of listeners will be uh, booking that before us. Anyway, well, enjoy that, man. That sounds pretty good. 25 yeah, of you. Good. Geez, that's going to be uh, going to rack up great. the tracks a bit, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's good fun. It's usually good camaraderie, you know, between the guys. Everyone taking the piss out of each other, especially if you can't get up a hill. Yeah. Everyone can stand at the top and poke funny while you try and get up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So there's going to be a few tough spots, eh, which not everyone's going to oh, be able yeah. to conquer. There's some pretty tough riding we do up there. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff and a lot of cruisy open farmland, real awesome views. Like yeah, some of the stuff goes right to the top of the peninsula up in the middle of the yeah. ranges. Yeah. You can see right over both sides, out over the ocean and the Heriki Gulf, and it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty mild, hey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How's the old uh, Hilux going that you drive anyway? Is it still uh, still going well? Yeah, still going good. It's got to get a warrant this week, actually. It's, oh, yeah. it's, getting, it's having a big birthday this week. Oh, what's getting, happening? It's uh, getting a new windshield put in it on Thursday. Oh, why? What happened? Big, oh, I've got a couple of big cracks in it that were repaired. One's starting to crack again, and then there's yep. another chip that happened a while ago, but it's right in your line of sight. They tried to clean it off, and then they said, nah, it's it's right where you look. So oh, you're yeah. driving down the road, and you're steering at this little chip in the wind. This big, it's like quite a big chip in the windshield. Yeah, it doesn't take uh, long for those to turn into big cracks, though, eh? Yeah, so... They said they'll just replace the whole thing, so it's cool. I'm happy with that. Yeah, just just go in there and show them your crack, and they'll Shime fill it up for you. Yep. So I'll get that done. New windscreen wiper blades on. Yeah. Got to get a warrant. I just did a couple of repairs on it, but I am. I'm due for a new one. It's just so reliable eh? and just so good. Like I could easily go and buy another one, but it's it's just such a good truck. Just keeps going and going and going. So. Yeah, they do, don't they? You want especially. I mean, we've towed your boat on it a few times. And yeah, it's had it the shit thrashed out of it. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't seem to struggle, does it? Nah, it's good. Bloody good. Yeah. Hard-pressed to replace it with anything better, eh? Because the new Hilux is not – I'm not getting a Toyota owners out there or anything like that, but supposedly mm. the new 2.8 turbo diesel doesn't have quite the same torque as the – they're still powerful, but they just don't have the same torque as the 3-litre turbo that they used to have. Oh, you got you. It'll be like a new vehicle then when you're all done. Yeah, and then I'll thrash it a bit more and then sell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. They hold their value, though, those Toyota Hiluxes, eh? Yeah, they are pretty good. Like someone said to me the other day, they I said, oh, they asked me, they said, oh, if you ever sell it, let me know. And I said, oh, well, I paid 19 for it, or 19 and a half, whatever I paid for it back in the day. And they said, they said oh, bloody hell, yeah, you'd still get that now for it. I'm mm. like, what? <laughs> yeah, you probably would. I've done like 200,000 K in it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, to be fair, if you did get that for it. Yeah, well, it just means I have to pay the money to use that to buy and do a newer one, you know? Yeah, yeah. You get a lot of people who ask the questions on social media like, what's the best thing to binge watch right now? Yeah, yeah. And my wife and I have looked around at a few things, and guess what we found to binge watch? <laughs> what? Outrageous fortune. We oh, really? didn't watch it when it was on TV between 2005 and 2009. So we're actually, because we watched West Side, which is the, you know, spin off from it. Was the spin off, yeah. but sort of focused in a time before Outrageous Fortune. Yeah. And um, yeah, and we, we just got, uh, I just thought I've never actually watched Outrageous Fortune. So we found it and we're into season two now. And that's our new thing is watching something that's actually quite old. I watched um, a bit of that outrageous fortune when it was on years ago. Eh? It was actually pretty good. It is good. It really is. And I wish I'd watched it earlier, but now I'm <coughs> glad I am. So anyway, we're going to uh, try and get another episode in uh, before we go to bed. So yeah. might, might I have to... been binging. I've been binging, mate. I've found an old series. I don't know if I told you, but I've, I'm up to series nine, series nine, episode 17. And there's still one full season and about a half season that they made at the end of it to go. What is it? The old X-Files. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah, mate. I've binge watched the whole lot and I'm up to oh. I'm nearly done now. My, my missus is getting pissed off with me. She, I'm like, every night I'm like, ah, oh, nothing on TV. Oh, I'll put the X-Files on. <laughs> Yeah, that used to see them in the in the in the days of the X Files. That used to be something me and my mates would always watch, and then it would be schoolyard chat the next day. Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant, yeah, man. Was, where where have you found it? Uh, it's on Disney Plus. Oh, you got Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's good. That's a good innings, though, man. That's that's a serious binge watch. That I've done it for a few months now. Yeah, nice. I just oh. like watch. 
on a Friday night, I'll get home, have a couple of beers, and I'll just sit down and I'll watch an episode, and then I'll watch another one, and then it'll be like three or four episodes deep, you know? And then, yeah, man, Gillian Anderson. <laughs> Gillian Anderson is a stunner, eh? Man, the hots for her when I was a teenager. Yeah, and there's a new chick on there that's – um. Uh, the hell is her name? Oh, I've forgotten the name now. Rains. Agent Rains. Is her I, name? I don't know if I remember her. Her name is her real name is Annabeth something. <laughs> I'll have a look. I'll Google it. Her real name is where is it? Annabeth Gish. She oh, that's plays her. Monica Rains. And oh, that's she's her real name. Smoking hot. I'll show you. Show you a picture of her. Okay. My phone's my phone's decided to play up now. Of course it has. Your wife's put a filter on it so you can't look up other women. See it? Oh, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. Smoking hot, eh? Yeah, yeah. She's pretty, man. She's pretty. She's kind of pretty looking. Something else <laughs> you might want to do. I used to do this when I was in my early days of radio. I used to play this series called The X Fools. And <laughs> if you Google if you Google X Fools, you might find some of the clips. And basically, it's a Canadian outfit. And they, uh, they had actors who were sound-alikes. And they were just two and a half to three minute episodes of X Files spoofs, and it was yeah. very clever. It's very well done. Obviously, for radio, it's all sound effects and stuff like that. So it was very clever how they did it. Um, yeah. But the characters were Donut Sulky and Fax Smolder. It was <laughs> yeah, and it was called the X Fools. Yeah, that's right. Was, uh, her name is Donut Sulky. His name is Fax Smolder. <laughs> Hey, Sulky. <laughs> what do you want, Schmolder? There was a lot of spin-offs and piss takes from that, eh? Like mm. The X-Files was huge. There was even a, remember that there was even a Mulder and Scully song? Yes, that was um, oh. Catatonia, was it? No, it was Cata something, eh? Catatonia. Um, but yeah, Mulder and Scully was the name of the song. They were a Welsh band, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Catatonia. It, it was good. Like, the series is good. And it's got the guy... Because Mulder disappeared from it, and Scully's got her baby now, so she's not in it. And uh, so they've got this Agent Reigns and this other guy, and he's um, Agent Doggett, that's right. And he's mm. the guy that played Terminator 2, you know. In the Oh, yes, uh, Robert. Yeah, him. Robert, Robert that guy. Doggett. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Oh, uh, nice. I was curious, eh? I was like, it's quite funny. You get curious about things on there. So I, I Googled why, why was... Fox Mulder or David Duchovny not in series eight and nine. It turns out that the reason they wrote him out of the script is because he had a he had an argument with the executives and about his pay for the thing, and he got nice. pissed off at them and he left. That was when he went and did that Californication. Oh, okay. It was around that time, was it? Yeah, yeah. So he left the show and went and was doing that show because he was getting paid more to do that. And uh, yeah, so he he comes back in. Series ten or eleven, just for a couple of episodes, and then that's where you ever see them again. So yeah, but this is it. I mean, the X Files is not the X Files without Fox Mulder. Yeah. Um, but the other thing as well is that when you've played a character for that long, you're you're forever typecast as that character, aren't yeah. you? It's like all the all the actors that played uh, characters and friends. You see them yeah, in other movies, right. and you think, oh, that's Rachel. Oh, that's Chandler. Oh, that's Ross. Yeah. They made enough money out of that series, they didn't have to do any more anyway. <laughs> yeah, they were getting like one and a half million an episode or something stupid, eh? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you get the point. Oh, that's yeah, neat, yeah. man. X-Files, what a fucking great watch. Yeah, yes, yeah. so I'm nearly there. Not long. You can find lots of great, in fact, Mark Snow, who wrote the X-Files theme, um, there's lots and lots and lots of great remixes of that theme on YouTube if you look it up. Lots of club and trance mixes and all sorts, man. It's good. Yeah? Yeah. Look it up. Look. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, bro, that you're watching The X-Files. That's, that's inspired me to fucking uh, maybe start doing that too. I love it's that. It's quite, quite funny. I was watching some of the older ones, like back from back in the early 90s, eh? From probably, yeah. I was probably only an early young teenager when they were on. And I actually remember them clearly. You know, there's a couple, I was like, fuck, I remember this one, you know, and then it triggers something in your memory and you haven't, might not have seen it in nearly 20 years. Yeah. Actually, one thing I'd love to watch again is all the MacGyvers. Yeah. I, I actually, 
when, where the hell was that? A few years ago, Erin and I started watching them again. We oh, found yeah. the, I don't know where we found the series. It might have even been on YouTube or yeah. somewhere, but we started watching them, eh? And I was like, fuck, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, another another cool one would be um, uh, Quantum Leap as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, Quantum Leap. That would yeah. be so good, so yeah. good. Yeah. I like the sidekick, eh? The guy that had the thing, he was like... Oh, yeah, it was um, Al, Al and Ziggy. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> our first ever Tradio giveaway. It's a Tradio beer cooler giveaway. Oren and I both have a Husky, H-U-S-K-I. And a Husky is like a insulated um, beer holder, really. You put your beer bottle or your beer can into it, and it keeps your beer up to 10 times colder. So you literally would never drink another warm beer again. And I bought you one for your birthday, Oren, many years yeah. ago. Yeah, because very good. my brother had very bought good. me one. But anyway, we've got two of these to give away to our listeners in Australia and New Zealand. Sorry to the rest of our uh, worldwide listeners, but this one's for Aussie and New Zealand uh, due to the fact we can only send these to those countries. But we have two of the Husky Beer Cooler 2.0s to give away. Keeping your beer up to 10 times colder. They're triple insulated. They're worth 45 bucks each. Now, one is brushed stainless and one is black in colour, so there'll be two winners. So how do you win one of these? All you have to do is grab the Tradio Husky keyword, and that keyword, Oren, is? Beer. <laughs> B-E-E-R. So visit our Facebook page. It is facebook.com slash Tradio Podcast, all right? Go and like our page. You have to like it uh, to be a part of this, and then fill out the quick entry form, which is on our pin post to enter. We just want some details so we know where we can send it, and you obviously have to put that keyword in as well. The thing is, uh, Oren Husky has got a range of products as well that would make great gifts too. There's wine coolers that actually fit over an entire bottle of wine. Yeah, I've seen those. They're quite neat. It's very clever. Good. Yeah. Uh, the wine tumbler, the beer cooler 2.0, which is what you can win one of uh, the two that we've got to give away. The short tumbler 2.0, three-in-one bottle opener. There's wine cooler totes accessories. You can even get an e-gift card as well. So if you want someone to purchase something from husky.co.nz, then you can sort of prepay. Then they've got something to spend. I love it. So husky, husky.co.nz. We can speak from experience because we have one of our own and you could win your very own with Tradio. So get onto our Facebook page, as I said, facebook.com slash Tradio podcast for all the info and you can be a winner. One thing I was going to ask too was did you get did you get any more feedback on the oh, Husky giveaway? You're right there. Yep. Having <laughs> another beer. You're having another beer. <laughs> did we get feedback on the Husky thing? Yeah, of course we did. Yeah, we got a, a few entries in there now. People keen to win the Huskies. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Good. So let's just say that we definitely will have our two winners and we'll be drawing the well, naming the winners actually on the, our podcast on the 1st of July, Friday, the 1st of July. So yeah, that's going really well. That's if that good. answered your question. <laughs> I'm just curious. I was thinking, no wonder how we're getting on with our, our listeners and our fan base. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Fan base is definitely uh, showing its true colors when it comes to winning free shit. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it's not shit. It's actually something very much worth winning. Yeah, it is. No, they okay. are very, very good. I've got one and I can vouch for it and I use it very frequently. Absolutely. No, very good. All right, mate. I'm going to go watch Outrageous Fortune. Good to catch up. Okay. I'm going to go inside and see if everyone's gone to bed or not. <laughs> <laughs> or go and watch an X-Files episode. Yeah, might. If you've yeah. gone to bed, we're going to watch the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, cool. Well, uh, anyway, the next episode of Tradio, we're going to be back with you again on Friday, the 1st of July, which is actually going to be the episode that we draw the winners of our Husky giveaway. All right, husky.co.nz, the beer coolers. Yep. Yeah, so that's the next episode. And, in fact, that will be the last episode that you and I do before you're down here for a visit, mate. Oh, no, there'll be two. Oh, there'll be no, two no. more. No, no, there'll be one, no, two more. We'll do the one the day before I come down. That's right, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So we got the we'll one on the we'll first. We'll record and... it the day before I come down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. So there's two to go before we catch up, but that's all good. We'll discuss that a bit later. So you'll have to edit it while I'm down there. Yeah, I may have to. Well, in fact, I'm on leave, <laughs> so I'll, I'll have time to uh, edit it before we – so I'm not busy sitting at my laptop when we're out, supposed to be doing fun shit. Yep. Yeah, we had a look at Hamlin. We look at Hamlin Springs the other night. Yeah, see they've got a new. They've just opened a new um, 
uh, massive big water slide there. Yeah, my oldest daughter is looking forward to that. She's already done her research on it too. Yep. Blake was doing his re- <laughs> yeah, Blake wanted me to look it up the other night, so we did. And we're like, woohoo. Yeah, man, we're into that. Absolutely. Yep. It's going to be good. All right, mate, cool. Well, I'll leave you with this thought. Do you know the human brain is amazing, right? It functions 24-7 from the day we're born. And it only stops when you're taking a test or speaking to someone attractive. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You're right. All right, mate. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Okay. See you, mate.